My name is Don Stott. I am a father who experienced estrangement from one of my adult children firsthand. Welcome to Beyond the Pain, a place where parents of estranged adult children can find peace and healing. In each episode, I hope to share stories that'll help you through some of your darkest hours. To bring this out of the shadows and stop being ashamed. Then to build you up and inspire you to love yourselves even more. Hello, I want to start by reminding you that I am not a therapist or a doctor. I'm just a guy who's been there and wants to help you have a life past our estranged children. If you need mental help coping with this or have thoughts of hurting yourself or someone else, please seek professional help. Hi guys, it's uh, Don again. I'm back here with you. I have a guest today. Her name is Sally Harris. She's a coach and uh, we're going to want to bring Sally on and, and talk about her experience and her experience as a coach and see, um, see if any of that resonates with you guys. So let's bring Sally on. Hello, Sally. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm good, Don. How are you? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. It's a beautiful day here in Florida. Uh, you're in, you're on the West coast, right? Um, no, I'm yes. I'm on the West coast, just South of you, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, well, very good. Um, well, thank you for coming on today. I know that, uh, as anyone who's heard a few episodes back, uh, um, I was speaking with a young lady named Norma. She mentioned you, uh, mm-hmm. how, how much you have helped her in her journey. So, um, I wanted to reach out and, you know, see if we could, uh, make that happen with other people too. So, so I appreciate it. So thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess first, what would you, who is Sally to our listeners? Tell a little about you. Sure. Well, my name is Sally Harris and I am a coach. Um, I coach moms specifically uh, those that have adult children um, that are quote unquote defiant and or estranged. So um, this is a personal journey that I went through with my daughter for over 10 years and which is hence why I got involved in this. Um, I've been coaching for a couple of years now and I've been able to help hundreds of moms um, through coaching, through my group coaching program and and one-on-one as well. Um, And so I am just a passionate mom who literally went through the school of hard knocks here with a situation with my daughter. Um, A lot of things happened on her end and then how I handle things. Um, I didn't handle things very well uh, during that time. And um, I got extremely sick. Um, so I had a catalyst for change. Um, my own little rock bottom that, you know, we talk about with our kids. Um, right. I too had that. And so I learned a lot of things the hard way. And so I'm, I'm just, a, I'm someone who, like I said, is passionate about helping other moms um, not go through this by themselves because I did pretty much um, isolate. And I wish I would have done things differently. And maybe they wouldn't have gotten to the extreme that they did for me um, during the difficult season. So, so many of us do that. How would you describe, you know, coaching? Hmm. To me, coaching and what I, why I do what I do is when I hire a coach for anything in life, I want someone who's walked a day in my shoes. 
I want someone who can navigate these waters with me. And so that's what I do. Coaching is walking alongside someone, either one-on-one or in a group setting. Um, both are beneficial, not, not both, you know, both are not for everyone. Um, and that's fine, but it's something where you have a guide, um, to take you to the next level and to be able to improve yourself in the process. So navigating the tough waters, but focusing on getting yourself better in a lot of different ways, because we all have responsibility, the self-responsibility of, you know, looking in the mirror and figuring out what is our part in any relationship. And that's something that a lot of people don't do. And so it's something I did. I kind of got forced to do it at one point, right? I didn't for a long time. And then when I finally did, that's when things started happening. Um, And I started getting better. So a lot of, a lot of hard knocks along the way, but also at the same time, um, those are when we learn the most. And I'm really learning that with some of the other people I've talked to, uh, Norma and some other people. Well, how would you say um, that I, I looked at, I've been looking at your website and I know that there's a couple of instances where you are very clear that you're not a therapist. So mm-hmm. how would you say it differs from traditional therapy? In your you opinion? know, there's definitely a time and a place for traditional therapy. I had multiple therapists during this time when I was going through this with my daughter and beyond. And like I said, hundred percent. And I, I will make recommendations to some moms that I talk to. Yeah. Um, there are some that I, I just truly believe that that's the route they need to go. And I'm not afraid to do that. Um, at the same time, I've had many, many moms come to me and say, I've been through therapy for the last two, three, four years, and I'm not getting any better. Right. And it's not, it's not, I'm not knocking therapy, but there's something to be said for someone who has walked a day in your shoes. Like I said, Um, for me personally, I had a therapist during the, during the beginning season of this with my daughter and she was amazing. And I'll be honest, she probably kept me alive at that point. I was going through a really, really hard time, but she was a mom of two little kids. So she couldn't really relate to me on the level that I kind of, I needed her to. She helped me in other areas, um, when it came to me personally, but I also needed somebody that I could talk to that could empathize with me and understand. I under, you know, can, can tell me I, you're not going crazy. It's, you know, this isn't all you, this isn't um, anything you did wrong specifically like this, this journey that your daughter or son is on is something that nobody plans for. This is a season in life that there's no manual for this. And this isn't nothing. Like I said, this isn't anything we plan for. So when it, kind of, sometimes it kind of comes out of nowhere. And sometimes there's a lot of red, you know, red flags. And I've seen both scenarios. Um, For me, I felt like it was both. We had a lot of red flags, but never in a million years did I think it would get to where, where it got. And so with that, um, I think, like I said, there's a time and a place for therapy. I have a lot of clients who also see a therapist and that's even better, you know, so then they're getting the best of both. Right. So to me, that's what coaching is. Yeah, they get that that traditional, you know, what they need, and and certain other things that you can't provide for them if they right. need it. Mm-hmm. And but then that same, hey, I've been there. So, right. Right. Um, well, would you be comfortable sharing a little bit of your story? 
Sure. Um, you know, at the beginning of when my daughter, things started happening when she was a young teenager, you know, bad grades and she was going astray, hanging out with the wrong crowd, you know, little by little, this all started. Yeah. And we scrambled like any parent of a teenager. <laughs> we scrambled to do <laughs> the therapy, the counseling, the mentors, um, youth group. We tried everything that humanly we knew how to do. Um, and it wasn't getting better. And we feared that she was not going to graduate high school if she were to stay on this track. Right. Um, and so we did send her to a boarding school of to graduate. It was for struggling teens, um, but it was school as well. So she graduated high school there, um, but she came home and it was, um, you know, she came home, ran away, things like that. And then in the process, you know, I was handling that part okay. It was pretty upsetting, obviously. But then at one point, she when she came back um, from a rehab, she came back and she ran away. Hmm. Um, and this time I knew it was for good. She was about right. 17 and a half. And I knew I could feel it. And I right. knew that this, this wasn't going to be good. And so she left. Um, and as far as on, on her side of the story, and this is when this is really when I started going downhill fast is I found out that she had been trafficked. Oh, goodness. She met a guy. Um, and then, you know, a lot of this is her story to share. Um, and actually, she has written a book. It's called Relentless oh. Survivor. Um, oh. And so she shares her story in there. But, you know, it's tra human trafficking is something that a lot of people, it's becoming more um, publicized and more people are understanding that it ex even exists here in the U.S., um, Especially in the I last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Um, but there are a lot of scenarios that people don't understand that it's not the, like the movie taken, you know, right. but that's the rarity here. Right. Um, but so she had met this guy and, and all this happened. Well, with that life um, comes drugs and crime and all of the things. Sure. And I couldn't withstand the thought that I was, that my daughter was out there and I didn't know where she was. I didn't know if she was dead or alive a lot of the time. And I would just drink alcohol to numb my pain Yeah, because I didn't, I couldn't handle my own triggers. I couldn't handle, um, I couldn't sleep at night. <laughs> so uh, between the alcohol and I had gained about 70 pounds um, at the time, I was very unhealthy. Um, right. And long story short, uh, we went through that for many years. We ended up moving across the country, um, my husband and I. And so now we live in Florida. Well, she was still, you know, back home in the Midwest. And she had um, eventually she had gone to prison. And while she was there, that's when we, we had moved during during that time. Um, but it wasn't until I realized that I couldn't control what was going on. And when I could finally like admit that to myself and start taking care of me, you know, a lot of people think that self-care is selfish <laughs> and right. it really isn't. It really isn't. It's so, it's so incredibly important because if you're not doing that, you know, I always say in my videos, I'm like, I'm, you know, she spiraled out of control and so did I like right. two different directions. But I knew that there was a day I woke up and, and I realized that if I don't start taking care of me, I'm not even going to be here to enjoy her when she does get herself together. Right. And that was a, I believe that to be a full fact. And 
I had a health scare, which was my catalyst for change. Mm. And um, with all of that, I, you know, I lost my 70 pounds and I quit drinking seven years ago. Um, just celebrated that this month. Oh, and thanks. So with that, I just decided, you know, I can't do this anymore. Whether she's going to be okay or not, whether she's going to choose more for her own life, I hope she does. But if she doesn't, I have two other children. I had a granddaughter, a husband, and a family that I had, you know, to be present for. And so I made that decision um, with God's help (laughs) because he took the desire of alcohol away from me once I got on my knees. Literally, true surrender. And yeah. it was a true miracle. Um, and so, you know, I do talk to a lot of moms about um, a lot of moms are dealing with numbing their pain with alcohol and food and all of that. It's very common. Absolutely. Um, so I have with a lot of moms I've talked to around that too. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things that I had to make that decision for myself, regardless of what she was going to do, because I had no control. Well, so do you, um, in your, in your practice, do you focus on estrangement or do you help coach other aspects as well? You know, I focus primarily on the moms that I help have adult children who are quote unquote, like I said, defiant They're maybe their failure to launch, maybe they're, you know, the parents have been enabling them and they're trying to figure out how to stop. Maybe they just need to create some boundaries. And sometimes that solves a lot of problems right there. Um, so when a ch- when an adult child, when I say adult, it's typically, you know, over 18. Right. I do work with some that have like 17 year olds, um, you know, heading to the 18, 18 mark, because it's two different scenarios. You're going to treat a young teen like I did with my daughter at 14. I handled that way differently than I would have at 17 and how I did yeah. at 17. It's a little bit different. And so, um, you know, at this time, I, I am focusing on the adult kids. So, and that is, um, again, my focus is these moms who have these children, but my focus is not the child, it's the mom. The mom, yeah. I'm here to guide the mom back to health and wholeness. Um, I can't change their child any more than they can. Right. So it, when the moms are ready for help and they know if anybody's less, they know exactly when they're ready and when they're not. Um, you know, I wasn't ready for a long time and that's okay. Right. But all of a sudden, one day you're going to wake up and realize I can't do this anymore. Exactly. I, I, you know, I, we know what that feels like, right? We do. Yeah. Um, and, and, I, and I'll, I'll have like discovery calls with all of my moms before working with them just to make sure that they are ready. Cool. Um, if they're ready to invest in themselves. And there's been many times where I'll just honestly say, I don't think you're ready. Yeah. But when you are, call me back. Absolutely. And they're like, oh, you're right. I'm not. You know, once you bring that to their attention, they realize, realize I'm not ready to do that work. <laughs> yeah, because it is work. It is definitely some work. Um, well, I know you um, you talk to uh, moms. Uh, do you know of any people, any colleagues, in case there are some, some of us fathers listening that uh, you have ability to refer to people that deal with dads? You know, I've had a I've had a handful of situations where dads would contact me, uh, especially on YouTube. They'll make comments, yeah. you know, like what what about us dads? And I <laughs> I feel bad. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not a dad, and so I'm not going to pretend to know how they feel. Plus, they they handle things differently than moms do. 
Yes. And so <laughs> if I was doing couple coaching, like my husband and I doing it, then that would make sense. Right. But I don't believe that I'm the person that they need. So I've been, I've been referring them to your group. Cool. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, we have gotten actually a few, um, dads recently in the, in the Facebook group. So that's good. So in your experience with all of that being said, all of, all of your personal experience and the moms you've talked to, what would you say is maybe the biggest thing that someone needs to do or, or be ready for when seeking out advice like this? Hope that makes sense. Um, I would say, you know, they need to be ready. Like we said a few minutes ago, they need to be ready to do the work. Um, I also feel like the biggest thing that they, um, the biggest piece of advice is to not, not go through this alone. Oh yeah. I didn't have anyone. I had friends and trust me, I, I wore my friends out to the point where some, I'm not even friends with some of them anymore because that's, I lived and breathed what was wrong. And I can totally understand why we had to separate because they, after a while, they love you, but they, they can't help you. And right. you wear them out. And I, a lot of my moms that I work with are like, Oh yeah, I've definitely done that. And definitely. when you're married, you only, you don't want that to consume your whole relationship or your marriage either. So I always recommend to them to, you know, allow a certain amount of time, whether it's per day or per week, and that you can give grace to each other and allow each other to talk about it unless there's an emergency or something, but at yeah. least then it's limited. Otherwise, because that was, that was us too, is I, I would talk about it all the time. And, you know, my husband was like, enough. Right. <laughs> so I think it's not to just don't go through this alone and you need people who can empathize outside of your husband, outside of your best friend, outside of your sister or your mom. Yeah because they're family and they're too close to the situation and they may or may not see your part in it. Maybe you are enabling, maybe you have no boundaries, right. but even if you do, and even if you're not doing those things, you need to be um, with other moms that can walk alongside you with no judgment because the outside world is not always very kind. If you've never gone through anything like this, there's a lot of judgment. Oh. Yeah, There's a lot of judgment and that's one thing that I pride myself on in for my, especially my group coaching program is um, I do screen everyone. Um, I don't just have an open door for that because I want to keep this a very safe place and not, let's be honest, not everyone is a good group member. Some no. people are really, they just need one-on-one. -on -one. Um, and some people are more, they, they like community and they want, they want that group aspect. Everyone's a little bit different. What is the easiest way for people to reach out to you if they are interested in um, your services? Yeah. Well, my YouTube channel is under my name, Sally Harris. Um, it's under Moms of Defiant Adult Kids. Okay. Um, it's as many characters as it would give us. Um, <laughs> and then on Facebook and Instagram, it's under Sally Harris Coach. Okay. Um, and of course, my website, uh, which is sally-harris.com. Okay. Cool. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, I know that, like you said, it's it's when I started, and I'm sure when you did too, I thought it was, you know, I thought I was the crazy one. I thought it was just me and, you know, and, and having someone, having other people outside of your 
your circle mm -hmm. definitely helps. Um, cause you know, I mean, if you are, if you share your information and your story and there's something that maybe somebody can maybe give you some advice on that you may not take well from other family members. Right. Then, exactly. Um, True. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I appreciate it. And I will, um, I'll link your information in the um, YouTube uh, description once sure. I post that. And um, yeah, so is there, are there any other final thoughts you might have that you want to share with everyone before we, uh, before we go? I know you have uh, places to go. I would just encourage any moms that are watching, um, you know, just to know that they're not alone in this and that it's normal to have like the guilt and, you know, we have shame wrapped around it. And not that, not that I want you to stay there and I can help you get rid of all of that, but it's normal to have it. Yeah. It's normal to grieve. You're literally going through the grieving process and you're going to go back and forth between the stages for a long time. And yeah. yeah. And so it's normal. Um, so don't think that there's anything wrong with you because you're feeling all those emotions. And I think that's the biggest thing again, because I didn't, I had my counselor at the time, but it wasn't, it wasn't the best match that it could have been. Sure. Um, and so if I would have had a group or someone I could go to, um, to be able to understand my situation at the time as a mom, you know, that's really what I needed. And I didn't have that. And so that's my, that's my little nugget there, I guess. It's just know that these emotions are normal. Yeah. You're not crazy. It's, it's okay to feel these things. Um, but we can't allow you to stay there because you can work through these. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was what I was, um, what I was thinking uh, a few minutes ago, you mentioned, you know, your friends that haven't experienced that if, and, and my experience, unless somebody's gone through this, they have no idea uh, what you're doing. What did you do? You know, is the thing people say all the time. How did you let this happen? Kind of thing. So um, that is surely, um, you know, uh, a thing that happens. So yeah, definitely. But, um, all right. Well, thank you again for being here. I appreciate it. And.